The good folks at Comics for Fun and Profit have been doing two episodes a week um, for quite some time now, and it's all thanks to, first of all, Jason, and second of all, our patrons, who allow us to add the space on our server, broadcast more, store more, share more with you listeners. I'm envious of those of you who have unlimited storage and media server capabilities. We we pay for ours here at, at the C4FAP. It ain't cheap. We thank you so much for those of you who go to patreon.com slash comicsfunprofit and contribute at any level to say thanks, to say I want to be a part of your Slack channel, conversations. I want to get exclusives. I want to get early access. I want to get ad-free access. I want to get swag. I want to get some free stuff. Whatever your reasoning is, we appreciate it at any level because it does make a difference. So from the bottom of Kyle and I and Jason's heart, thank you for contributing. Aloha. This is Jason from Hawaii. Welcome to a special edition of the Comics for Fun and Profit podcast. Today, I am welcoming back a friend of the show, Alika Seki. Alika is here to promote Maui's uh, Maui Comic Con 2022, and it's going to be from December 10th to December 11th. Now, if you are visiting Maui during this time, please check out the convention. Alika, welcome back to the podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you for your time. Thank you for doing this again. You as well. I, I always have fun doing interviews with you, man. <laughs> ah, thank thank you very much. So um I'm gonna um so Alika, one of the questions I'm gonna ask is, you know, where can listeners get more information about Maui Comic Con? Uh MauiComicCon.com. Mm-hmm. Uh mm-hmm. Dr. Spaces, just MauiComicCon.com. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so far the only information we have is basically the guests we've got out and and we're about to start putting out more information since we're a little more than a month out now. Yes. Uh, December 10th and 11th, of course, the event mm-hmm. is happening. Yeah. And then I think also, too, I just want to let listeners know, sorry, this is a little bit off the cuff, is that um, you also include um, some of your past guests that you guys had. That's great, you know. Yeah, you know, the, I mean, it. this kind of speaks to the kind of guests we look for, but basically people who are going to make, you know, have a relationship with the community and, and, uh, and people who it's a different kind of convention that way, you know, Um, not just a venue or stop on someone's way. Uh, We kind of look for that little extra. And, and on that note, I mean, Frank Cho has just been incredible, not only with his uh, support of the convention and, and making his appearances, but they are actively raising funds for the Maui comic con nonprofit. So they're nice. a big part of what is making this year's event possible um, because they, you know, definitely increase costs uh, at a mm-hmm. different venue. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Um, let's see. I'm going to ask you, um, can you, just for the listeners, can you just briefly tell us the history of Maui Comic Con? Like, when did it start? Um, I know it was you and um, Kenneth Gardner that are the founders correct me if i'm wrong on that yeah yeah exactly so basically i i opened my comic store in uh beginning of 2015 um Mm -hmm. before then there hadn't been a comic store on maui for 10 years 
Uh, obviously, you know, when living on Maui, you kind of watch Oahu be ahead of the curve. There's mm-hmm. big conventions. They had comic shows starting before that. And the natural progression as you're a comic fan is, you know, you want a store and then you're like, okay, where's the convention in the community? Yes. It's kind of a natural line of thinking. Um, before I opened the store, about a couple months, I participated in a garage sale of collectibles with a few people. Uh, Daryl mm-hmm. Tanaka was holding it. And uh, another great uh, former, you know, supporter of the store, customer um, who recently passed away, um, Kerwin Guahori. Um, I met him there. And also happened to meet Ken Gardner, who mm-hmm. just came to look at the comics, which was, it, I mean, a garage sale doesn't sound like anything crazy. It was just, and it was raining too. But I, that day, I ended up meeting a lot of people from the community. Yeah. Um, and so that was, it was a cool, cool thing to happen. And so Ken, mm-hmm. uh, I, when I met him at the garage sale, I'm opening a comic store. And, you know, uh, we began hanging out together and stuff. And. You know, I had been, I'm very meticulous. I kind of like was putting together in a plan to do a convention. Yes. And I, I was envisioning being ready for that in maybe two to three years. Mm-hmm. But yeah. uh, Ken Gardner at the same time, and we start talking and he's just like, uh, goes to talk to the Lahaina Cannery Mall, comes back the next week and is like, yeah, I talked to the mall. They're into it. Let's do it. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so... So in a matter of three months, me and him put together the very first Maui Comic Con in 2016. And that was pretty mm-hmm. much the genesis of how it started. Um, the first three conventions, we was just me and Ken putting on the show and, and mm-hmm. taking a lot because we weren't able to seek donations. We weren't a nonprofit or anything like that. So we would pay for what we could mm-hmm. uh, to do the convention. And then in uh, 2018, yes. one, of the, one of the board members, um, well, he wasn't a board member at the time because it wasn't a board, but friends of the convention, James Silvani, who's an artist who lives on Maui, um, has done work for Darkwing Duck, Disney, yeah. uh, that, um, you know, his wife is a lawyer and helped us help uh, put together the nonprofit group. And mm-hmm. so from, I believe the year the nonprofit was formed was 2018 uh-huh. and on, it's just, uh, that's basically the Maui Comic-Con as it's known today. Mm-hmm. So that it was, you know, that's there's a lot more to it, but that's pretty much a general path no, to but getting. That, there. Mm-hmm. But that's so cool because it's it's kind of it's it's nice to hear that it's, it's it was a grassroots thing, you know. Like you said, it all started in a garage sale, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and I think one of the things that kind of surprised me while we were doing this is, uh, we were the first locally owned convention. There's n- you know the all the other uh, the other conventions in Hawaii, which are great, but yes. actually not uh, you know created or owned by locals. So I, and while it's great to have their support in the community, it's you know there are things that we try to be mindful of and cater to um, that that hadn't been before. Mm-hmm. No, but that yeah, that's right. I. I'm glad you pointed it out. I, I didn't realize that yet. It's, you guys are it. It's a locally owned, and you guys are do. You guys are doing it. That's great. Yeah. And one and one thing that sets us apart, I think, this is what uh, because we've we've talked with people who work with um, mainland conventions and do uh-huh. large shows and things like that. And you know, Mau, Maui is definitely its own 
own thing. You know, it's definitely different from other communities. So, you know, people insisted that we should be charging for this and we, it, the show is free. It'll always mm -hmm. be free. And that, that's part of the mission of yes. the convention because, you know, to be honest, Maui families, local families, they just are so squeezed. It's one of the most expensive places to live. And there, there aren't enough free activities mm -hmm. to do. Oh, I mean, there are great free th events that are um, held by locals for locals, like the Maui yes. Matsu is one of the good ones that's, you know, but a lot of other stuff, you know, like the fair comes to town, you better have some money if you want to go to that, you know, yeah. so it's, mm -hmm. it's hard. Yeah. We, gotta, we had to provide something that people could afford to do as a family. Mm -hmm. That is so cool. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to ask you, so this year, where is the con going to be held this year? Because I know... I think, like you said, the first couple of years, it was at the uh, one of the shopping malls. I think, was it a couple of years so ago? So the first, of, the first oh. year, uh, we were at Lahaina Cannery Mall. Okay. Uh, and then from the second year to the fifth year, we were at the college. Or, yes. sorry, the fourth year or so. Yeah. Um, and, then, and then the pandemic happened. Yeah. Um, so, so after that, uh, the college didn't reopen. So in 2021, we had to look for a new venue that wasn't the college. Mm -hmm. And we with Maui Beach Hotel, which is a smaller venue, mm -hmm. but the show in 2021 was smaller because we were in the we were going back and forth between different restrictions at the time. Yes, so it was actually kind of a tightrope walk just getting there, yes. and so that that event went as well as it could have done. We were very happy and uh, mm -hmm. very lucky that it went so well, and um, so we weren't aware this year that the college campus was available again. Mm -hmm. So. You know, uh, we love working with UH Maui College. That's right in line with our uh, community approach and mm -hmm. our focus on education and literacy, especially yeah. as one of the goals of the convention. So we're still working with the college to do the educational day where we mm -hmm. have like curriculum for local students um, featuring some of the headlining artists at the convention, you know, mm -hmm. kind of sharing their knowledge about the industry and the process and things like that. But, um, you know, this year we had we had to pick a venue before we knew that the college would be open so mm -hmm. that's why we're going to be with war memorial this year war memorial gymnasium mm -hmm. uh, and and but eventually probably returning back to the college at some mm -hmm. point okay no but that that's great that you guys have it um because the war memorial um, um gymnasium it's it's i think it's a bigger venue correct than last yeah year. pretty yeah. big venue so we're projecting that we might be a little larger than we had been before the pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, some people are, uh, you know, eager to get out and do things. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so we wanted to plan ahead for that. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's great. Now, um, before I, I start asking about your guests and stuff. So um, are you guys going to be selling t-shirts um, for the con this year? Because I'm wearing <laughs> the the shirts are always one of the best parts of the convention. One of the most fun parts. Everybody yeah. got on shirt. So this year's no different. We will be. So th we we actually have uh, one of our sponsors, um, Hex Press, the Hex Press Maui. Yes. They do, they do screen printing and woodblock uh, mm -hmm. ink print on T-shirts. It's always fun to watch them work. They they have a booth at the convention for the last two or three years now. Mm -hmm. uh, they're great supporters of the convention. And this year, we're partnering with them to create the official convention shirt. So they're actually uh, going to be doing the design on the main T-shirt this year. So we're going to have a convention-exclusive shirt. Mm 
which is uh, like our uh, regular convention shirts that have the information on the back. Uh-huh. You, we put like a tour shirt, like, you know, a rock tour, just show kind of oh, everything yeah. that you have to see on the back. Yeah. And and the exclusive Hexpress design on the front. Mm-hmm. And um, as Hexpress is, is partnering with us on this uh, T-shirt, they're also going to have a version of it uh, for for printing live at the show they do they actually print the shirts there oh that's nice definitely pretty cool and uh hopefully people will get to check that out yeah um i'm off the cuff question because if i want to get a shirt and of of course i'm I'm, unfortunately i'm not going to be able to go to this year's convention um how you know can i order one off um the website yeah you know what um we don't have any order forms on the website, but we do have our email contact. Mm-hmm. If if anybody does is not able to attend the convention this year and wants to order a T-shirt, mm-hmm. uh, please just send us an email. Give us give us your information. We'll we'll work something out. Uh, we'll be able to ship it as long as they're paying the shipping costs. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll we'll work something out. Because um, yeah, we know the shirt is one of the main draws of the convention. So one of my favorite things about it. Oh yes, because um, listeners, you know, because I've because I've bought a couple shirts. I haven't, unfortunately, I haven't, I haven't. One day I will be there. <laughs> I'll be at the con, but but I bought a couple shirts and they're great. They, you know, some you know, the past ones are really great. Yeah, the one you're wearing right now, I think that's the 2017 show. That was mm-hmm. uh, that shirt's by Francine Wallraven. Yeah, I, yeah, one of the one of the classics there. Oh yeah, like Dan Sakai, Mark Dixera was on at that one. Yeah, I'm sorry. What was that? That was a very fun show with Dan Sakai, Mark Dixera, oh. uh, Joe Rubenstein too. I think was yes, there. Yeah, I think yeah. So, all right. So, I'm gonna. Uh, oh, actually, before I start again, and correct me if I'm wrong, um, you guys are also going to do um, a vaccine drive at the con too. Is that correct? Well, that was that was last year. That was oh, last that was year. last They're- year. Yeah, the Department of Health is not uh, not really as uh, pushing as much uh, on oh, that. Yeah. So we didn't we didn't organize a vaccine drive this year. We we wanted to kind of, especially with logistics, we didn't want to mix it this year. Um, yeah. Last year's event was small enough to where we could kind of mm-hmm. double do in the parking lot. Oh, okay. um, yeah. So you know, if people do want to get their vaccines or their boosters, please do so by all means. We're not going to have it this year, unfortunately. Okay. At the con- okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry about that, Alika. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. All right. Let's get to the meat of this. Let's go through your special guests um, for this year's convention. I'm going to start off with, and I hope I can pronounce her last name correctly, Agnes Garboska. Garboska. Yeah. She's, we're very excited to have her. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, luckily, James Silvani, and we got to give him credit for making the connection. Um, but you know, typically when we bring in comic artists, they and I I see it across the spectrum is most comic artists, especially modern comic comic artists, mm-hmm. are geared geared towards an older audience these days. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yes. And so, so it's nice to get someone whose target demographic on the books that they're working on. Um, Agnes, uh, of course working on my little pony and things like that. And, and uh, she, uh, you know, and she does live sketches at the convention for kids. So, right. so that'll be a, definitely a fun, um, 
fun aspect to have her out there. Oh, yes. Um, um, sorry, I didn't write this in my notes to you, but um, I did meet her when she came down for Comic-Con Honolulu back in 2019. Very nice. I did a short interview with her. She's really nice. Yeah. I think, I think one of the main things uh, that we also look for with our guests Mm -hmm. Uh, being a smaller show and not having, you know, we, we only can have a handful of guests at a time. Uh, We, our mind is really on the attendees experience, you know, as somebody who is known to be good with crowds and children and not, not, you know, our convention is not very large, so maybe crowds isn't the right word, but good with um, engaging in the community and things like that. Okay. And then your next um, special guest, um, 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 Jerry. I'm going to try to pronounce Jerry Ershwood. Jeff. I, Jeff. That's yeah, Jeff. Jeff. I'm sorry. Jeff Isherwood. Which, by the way, anybody who uh, who is an '80s or '90s comic fan knows he's one of one of the hidden legends of Marvel comics that you didn't even realize how much of a fan you are of this guy until you realize the runs of comics that he's worked on. Um, you know, a lot of his Doctor Strange art was were the inspiration for the very first movie. Oh, Some of this swiped directly from the comics that he had he had drawn. Um, I got to tell you, one of the most iconic uh, covers of my childhood was the Namor issue fifty. Uh, it was a foil cover, and it was of uh, Namor kissing um, Sue Richards. I mean, mm-hmm. Sue Storm on the or Sue Richards at the time. Yeah, so. It, like a scandalous cover but that cover is like iconic from the 90s if you see it you'll know what i'm talking about and and that is jeff isherwood right there and but we um just so so blessed to and the thing is this is jeff's first appearance at maui comic-con but not his first appearance on maui he is he has been coming back and forth to maui and just uh he's done store appearances at maui comics and collectibles yes and he is he has forged a very strong relationship with the community so somebody that we are very eager to have at the convention this year um mm-hmm. oh i'm sorry sorry about that okay yeah no because i remember um you guys had him on um the nerd watch podcast I, I remember i listened to one of the episodes and i think he was on for like a few minutes you know like maybe half an hour and he goes sorry guys i gotta run you know <laughs> yeah he was he was here on vacation with his uh wife amanda who is incredible we love amanda and uh they'll be together uh out here again but He's he's been here many many times. He comes every other year, I think. So, um, we've seen him like four or five times already before this convention. So mm-hmm. we're we're already uh, familiar and and friendly and and yeah, we can't wait to see him again. That's so cool. All right, the next guest, um, uh, you know, one of um one of um you know one a local boy, David Nakayama, cover artist. Yeah, yeah, we. Yeah, we've been trying to get, yeah, and because the pandemic happened, a lot of stuff got interrupted too. But we are so happy to, and this is his debut on Maui right now. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. So, so many people out here who haven't been able to get out to Oahu. We know David Nakayama appears on Oahu a lot mm-hmm. because he, lives but, um, you know, Maui people, so, you know, some people can afford to fly out to Oahu when he appears and have been able to meet him, but yeah. not everybody. So we're we're very mm-hmm. very bring him in and and have uh, Maui get to get to meet him on the on that level. Yeah, 
that's that's so cool. And the other thing too, I think one of the, and if you uh, if you've been following the news, he's also been announced as the main cover artist for Catwoman. I think on DC Comics. Oh no, I didn't hear about that. Oh yeah, yeah. So I mean, doing cover A usually David Nakayama is known for his variants, right? Yes. He, every, the Nakayama variant. They're great. There's a few uh, books that he actually is the main cover artist, like uh, Midnight Suns yep. and and uh, Gwen, the Gwenverse uh, series mm-hmm. that just um, Those are all Marvel books, obviously, but this is a pretty big deal for his first DC book um, to running cover A's on. So <sighs> that. And then also, too, um, also, too, I think, um, because I know he posted on Twitter just recently, probably within the last couple weeks, that he did, um, he's going to do a Darkwing Duck cover. Uh, he's doing cover on Darkwing Duck yeah. and and uh, the new Gargoyles book. That are both uh, oh. So, okay. Excuse me. And then, of course, um, Frank Cho. You guys have Frank Cho coming down. Frank Cho, man. I mean, what an embarrassment of riches. We are so blessed to have met mm-hmm. Frank. And for him, he I'm the same thing. He just had fallen in love with Maui and mm-hmm. with the community and, and the island in general. And and we'll take that. We'll we'll use <laughs> whatever charms we got to get him back out here. Because Frank Cho is definitely a heavy hitter in the comics industry. Yes. Uh, and and we're and the connections that he brings to us too is just, you know, awesome. And he always is just so generous. He's been raising a lot of money for the Maui Comic Con this year. So far, almost mm-hmm. over eight thousand dollars raised, mm-hmm. which just uh, unheard of. You know, unreal. Larger than some of our earlier conventions budgets alone. You know, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah. Very, very excited to have him out here. No, this is an off the cuff question. Correct me if I'm wrong, because. Didn't Frank also ask, hey, can Liam Sharp, and this is for last year's convention, did he ask to bring, the, did he bring down Liam Sharp too as well? We had Liam Sharp, yeah. I mean, he, so he, they're good buddies. And, mm-hmm. uh, and when you, you know, we get to see him hanging out and stuff and, you know, we can just see the, the warmth and Liam Sharp is a teddy bear, man. We were, so last year getting to meet him and mm-hmm. we're hoping that he'll be able to join us again. Like the, and so that's what I'm saying is somebody who just is so, uh you know engaged and and uh friendly and legendary liam sharp is just an incredible artist you know it's it's crazy how uh just seeing these amazing talented people hanging out with each other and you know as a fan kind of just standing by and just thinking about what these guys are capable of and you know Mm -hmm. yeah because i know um yeah and his liam sharp's work on Starhenge, uh, which is um, yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, and and it's on issue four now. Can't mm-hmm. wait to get um. This, so this first six issues is book one. Yes, and anybody out there who can go pick up Starhenge, so good, yes. so good. It's uh, basically Arthurian legend, you know, um, happening in the future in in space with sci-fi, and you know, definitely an angle we haven't looked at it too much from especially with the amazing incredible talents of liam yes. who can cross mediums you know he's going from paint to pen and ink to yes. you know he, he he can do it all i agree with you i really do um all right so your next guest sorry your next guest is amy Mebersla? Mebersla. 
Amy Meberson, who also ha uh, shares having worked on My Little Pony with uh, Agnes. Um, Amy also um, does does uh, the licensed um, work for Disney in in uh, some of their stuff, including the the Princesses line. Um, but like I said, we're we're happy that we can finally cater to more younger audiences with with mm -hmm. um, because you know Frank Cho hasn't necessarily worked on a children's book or you know Liam <laughs> uh, Sharp. I don't think so. Probably yeah. not. You know, it's geared towards a little bit of a mature audience. So when we have guests like Agnes Garbowska and Amy Meberson, that um, that there's always going to be kids at the show because kids yeah. are so engaged with the material mm -hmm. and the world and imagination. And really, they benefit the most from it because they're encouraged to literacy through these things. And so the kind of books that Agnes and Amy both work on mm -hmm. focus for children are doing so much to create the fans of the future mm -hmm. to just increase literacy in the community, which you don't even have to be a fan of comics to appreciate that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, so excited to have both of them there. But I have to see, that's really nice that you guys looked at trying to balance to balance it out to bring because you, you know, your you know, the community, you know, um, you know, um, you know who you know who's going to be coming, and you want to balance that out to make sure everybody um, has you know um, has a wonderful experience at the con. That's great. That's that's our primary, you know, because the the whole thing about uh, creating the convention, uh, if I can go back to that with me and Ken, is uh, just how would we feel attending this this event you know and when we attend event an event what kinds of things are we expecting uh the organizers to think about uh -huh. and consider on our behalf so so yeah i mean those those are those are things that are always on our mind okay that's great now not only do you have special guests but also you guys are also spotlighting um on local artists um at the convention as well so i'm going to and you guys have an incredible list of local artists. Um, and I, I will say that list that you're reading from online is yeah. uh, there are even more. Um, we just were able to post the artists who provided us with their information <laughs> and, and other artists. <laughs> but if you can get me your information, we can uh, we can put your information up there. Okay. So, um, so listeners, and also if you're a local artist listening, we'll, we'll try to go through your, we'll try to go through the list of who's attending. And I'm, I'm going to say, I'm sorry if we, we missed you or because due to time restraints. So well, sorry. How about, how about, I'll just read down the list. And if there's some um, breakout information about each artist that I, that I know off the top of my head, I'll just, uh, yeah. I'll, um, I'll, yeah. I'll throw it out there. Yeah. So this is in no particular order, by the way. I just, this is how it is on my spreadsheet. So I apologize if anybody thinks they need top or last billing, but I'm just, I'm just going to run through the list that I have in front of me. We've got, we've got 30 local artists and, wow. and on a, and, and we do, we, the board is the selecting process. So we have, you know, we try, we try to make these artist spaces available to local artists as much as possible, Yes, but, because of their limited availability, we do have to kind of be mindful of that, and mm -hmm. and and we have to do that through the board selection process. So, um, I'm gonna. Do you want me to read through the list? Yeah, I, I'm gonna let you. Yes, 
please, yeah. Okay, so so starting with Bailey Onaga, known as um, Bimio, uh-huh. she she's been doing um, a lot of the morning makeke and on Maui is like a uh, something that was started by the Wailuku Jodo Mission as a morning marketplace. But she also works a lot with um, Wailuku Small Town Big Art and and uh, she does original designs with um, Paradise Now. Very engaged locally, uh, creating creating art and and her original pieces are just awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and she does a lot of advertising for local businesses. Um, Drew Gutierrez, oh, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. it, he's from Oahu. You're probably familiar with him. Yeah, heavy mm-hmm. on the indie side. Uh, right. So following him, definitely a uh, known for his indie zine, the Monster Mash, which is pretty cool. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Juan Kahol Kelly appearing again as an artist. Uh, he appeared last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Juan, the war chief. Uh, Connie uh, Jollitz, who I I just became aware of this last year, mm-hmm. um, but I've been following, and she does some great art. She's from Oahu, I believe. Okay. And went over. Todd Bernardi, of course. Oh, yes. The creator of Kukui Project. Yes. Um, the mm-hmm. two of which uh, just released uh, issue 12 of 12. So um excited for that. Also gotta mention that he mm-hmm. had a variant cover done by Vincent Kukua, who recently passed away. Um that we recently lost Vincent. And so uh it's it's very nice to be able to see some of his work that he did mm-hmm. um on that last cover. But very talented guy. Mm-hmm. Um and just respect to his family and that, so I just had to bring him up when I'm when mentioning uh, Kukui Project. Oh, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, also coming out is Casey Horimoto. Uh, oh yeah. No, her artist name is uh, Yuma Fuki. So mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we love her style. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely here to the manga and anime side. Um, uh, Suzume. Um, some of these artists I'm I'm just being introduced to, so I don't have as much uh, mm-hmm. knowledge. Yeah. But uh, I'll I'll try to um, do my best. Uh, Naoko Tark, uh, he had a manga about a sad bunny, I believe, and I may have just butchered that. Maybe it's a sad rabbit, and <laughs> but it's one of the two, and uh-huh. the thing is sad. So he's he, you'll be able to see the comic there. Um, Tara Sanai, who actually happens to be an artist that works in Gyotaku, oh. so so maybe a little different than what people might be used to. Mm-hmm. Um, but Yotaku, of course, being original art, fish print, mm-hmm. um, you take the fish, you paint on the fish, you press the fabric on the fish or the mm-hmm. rice paper, or whatever, yes. and you've got a perfect uh, print. And then maybe you do some uh, finer touches on it, but always in a form that I've respected. And that when you're talking about local art, mm-hmm. uh, should not be left out of the conversation. So definitely um, some beautiful pieces. Um, Art Wong, okay, mm-hmm. with uh, he works with the Kawasaki Studios with Sam Campos and the Pineapple Man crew. Okay. Sharon, we'll be excited to see Art. Um, Wayne Lowe from the Big Island. Okay. Uh, he's a fine artist and a painter. Um, he's done. He did the cover for Exilian issue five uh, with DJ Cavicani. Yeah. DJ Cavicani, who will uh, also be there at Maui Comic Con. Um, he, yeah, and that and that was his comic that he did, and he also sorry I didn't mean to interrupt. Um, no, no problem. For um, and they released the um, Mana Comics released the uh, Mana Legends 
Kamehameha number one. Just because yep. I got my yep. staff. Yeah. DJ did some art on that. I think he did the interiors on that. So yes. <laughs> awesome stuff. Uh, and while we're on it, you know, uh, Chris Caravallo from the mm -hmm. Monocomic Group and Chris Lohman, uh, who does uh, the coloring and a lot of the Sister Shark uh, cover mm -hmm. art and stuff. Um, so stoked to have the Monocomics guys and the Kawasaki. How many A's are in that damn word? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I always, I'm like, did I do one too many or one too little? Uh, but Sam Campos and crew. So mm -hmm. definitely some strong local comics uh, pedigree. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll also have Lahela Schosler. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm unsure of any of the, what she's got, but I know that, uh, she's going to have some great art at her booth. Um, this one's an interesting one. Ocean Black. Uh, mm -hmm. with Ocean Black is an anime that is developed with some local talent, uh, a universe created by EJ Wedge. Okay. And Addie Lee, the voice actress, will be running the booth. But that is uh, a locally produced anime that um, we've got uh, hopefully some exclusive clips coming up. Uh, oh, for okay. So that's interesting. John J. Murakami, yes. as always, uh, just a comic legend out here in Hawaii. Yes. Um, a local kind greeting cards. Most people will be familiar with his work from there, but yes. also his comics in the Honolulu Advertiser. And that's and right. uh, and I, I think there's another uh, newspaper that carries a regular of his too. His, so the Japan, it's the, I think it's the Japanese one. I'm trying to remember. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's just he's amazing so mm -hmm. i'm out here um and of course sam campos you can't yes. have uh the sam campos crew without sam himself and then for uh, listeners for sam he i still remember his his comic is pineapple man for yeah. listeners, yeah that are not familiar with him so, uh just a little cross-pollination because i did uh cover pineapple man kind of extensively when i did an interview with cartoonist kayfabe um YouTube channel, which is Ed Piscor and Jim Rugg, who also appeared at the Maui Comic Con last mm -hmm. year. Um, but that, if you guys want to check out more of that, I, I show some of the original artwork off in that. Uh, oh, yeah. So um, also Lorenzo Trinidad, uh, mm -hmm. guy with some pedigree because he is the son of Corky Trinidad, um, legendary, uh, you know, Oahu comic strip artist. And uh, trust me, if you weren't familiar, neither was I until. Mm -hmm. Bill um, Lorenzo hipped me to his dad's work, and I'm very, forever grateful. But Lorenzo is going to be out there, um, okay. part of the Act Army. Um, mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately, I don't think Nobu Yuki, who he has done a lot of work with, won't won't be appearing. But Lorenzo will be out there representing for the Trinographics crew. Okay. Um, Chris Ventura um, is a new artist from Maui. Mm -hmm. uh, Pancho Abalos. Mm -hmm. uh, Folks in Oahu definitely see him quite often out there. I think he works with the Snack Addicted crew a lot of the time. Um, <laughs> maybe, I don't know. Maybe I'm I might be getting that wrong, but Pancho is a great guy. He's he's appeared at the Maui Comic Con before, so can't wait to have him back. Sean Pactanak, mm -hmm. um, who has done variant covers, he does like a chibi style um, for the Mana Comics group. Awesome oh, okay. work. Can't wait to see him out here. Um, Canilla Trip, Canilla Trip, uh, former. Uh, colorist for Marvel and Wildstorm, uh, incredible okay. artist. He works, mm -hmm. you know, watching his his paint work that he's been working on. His paintings have mm -hmm. been great. Um, so yeah, can't wait to see Canilla out here. Uh, Rison Lapina, um, 
who is also he's from Maui, does also does Gyotaku. So we're gonna have more than uh, one Gyotaku artist at the show. And um, I know he does other work, but I Gyotaku is what's sticking in my mind because it's really incredible stuff. And and hopefully you guys get to see it at the show. Um, we've also got Momichu. Um, she does more manga and anime style uh, inspired stuff. Okay. Um, read Kishimoto when you're talking about uh, an anime style. Um, he, you know, he does he does incredible work. So can't wait to see Reed out here again. Mm-hmm. Um, Lilia Kane, creator of Nalpaka. Um, yeah, uh, sorry, I'm not. Yeah, no, no, she she's a she created a new comic Nalpaka, um, uh, about Hawaiian um, mermaid uh, hero team of an all female hero team. And, but interesting thing about Lily is she's also a casting agent and has been working in film for, you know, decades out here in Hawaii. So he's got incredible connections in the film industry and wanted to get into the comics. Usually it's the other way around, right? Yeah. You're doing comics and you want to get into film. Yeah. But it just shows there's that kind of cross pollination going with that. Mm -hmm. Um, we've also got, uh, Lucky Holland, um, who is a well-known Maui artist, she does, okay. she does uh, some great painted uh, work, and she's been doing some murals too. I think with uh, Small Town Big Art, um, and uh, you know when we're talking about murals, you mm-hmm. can't forget to talk about uh, Jaja Site. Great mm-hmm. guy, hangs out with the Roughneck Posse. Um, he is he is going to be doing an outside art insul- installation, as is Maui Fine Artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the endemic Hawaii artists um, uh, coalition, which uh-huh. is um, him and Elmer Beal is uh, Noble Richardson. Noble uh-huh. Richardson's work is phenomenal. Okay. Um, you know, there's some things that you feel exceed the realm of comics, but when you see how inspired uh, his style and his work is by comics, you're just like humbled uh-huh. at what is possible with the imagination. I'm very excited to have Noble out here. Um, And last but not least, uh, I want to mention Joshua Sky, who I just became acquainted through Chino LaForge, who is a stand-up out here in Maui. And, um, well, he actually had a stint. He he was actually the host at um, in L.A. at one of the uh, improvs over there. But Joshua Sky, he Uh introduced me to him. Like, you know, my friend Joshua, he does... Uh, he works on the Netflix He-Man show and, and has done some work for Transformers as well. Um, so, so we're very excited to have him and he's got local ties, but he's, he's been living in the mainland for his career. Uh, mm-hmm. but yeah. so, so I can't wait to welcome him back home. And, uh, that, that's pretty much the bulk of the, the artist alley that'll mm-hmm. be out there. That is so cool. That, that is that is that is a long list of local um, artists, and that's great. No, but that's great though. You know, um, I'm gonna ask. I'm I'm just asking off the cuff. Do you do you know if um, G Money's gonna plan to do um, any interviews for the Nerd Watch or anything or that? Know? I'm not sure of, but I do know um, that we do have panels planned by another podcaster. His name is uh, Kavika Hoke. Mm-hmm. And he has been doing, uh, it's called Rabbits on Sunday. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, AKA Rabbit Holes. Um, and he does a great podcast. It's pretty much where I learned of Ocean Black and Patty Lee and all them. Mm-hmm. Um, but very talented local guy, uh, Hawaiian, mm-hmm. super, 
you know, uh, into into the nerd stuff. You know, he's he's definitely one of us, one of the nerdy dudes. So mm-hmm. very excited to have him MC the event and run some panels. But we we may see G Money if he can get motivated. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> All right now. Um, I'm going to ask, I know there will be a cosplay contest, uh, like, um, you know, like, when, um, um, first off, you know, like, when will the contest be held, you know? Um, so so the, the Night Darling cosplay competition, uh, yes. Night Darling, Lindsay Kiyotro, uh, who's an incredible uh, cosplayer, and not only that, but an artist also, she's been working on her own art. Um, and selling at the at the morning makeke at the Jodo mission oh, okay. along with, um, Bailey. But mm-hmm. uh, she does the cosplay competition and the so the adult division, um, I believe registration is open now. I gotta check if the forms up on the website. I apologize if it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, but we uh, and we're gonna have some day of reg- registration too. but the adults are gonna be on Saturday mm-hmm. and then the division is going to be on sunday oh that's pretty cool so um so again I, i'm just re- I, I know i'm repeating what you said so again the um adult competition is going to be on saturday and the kid one is going to be on sunday right correct yeah okay that's so cool all right uh alik i'm letting you know i'm slowly wrapping things up so um what is the most fun or exciting thing that you love putting this year's convention together what what's you know you know there's so much energy going around and i'm you know i have to play my part in each part of it anyways you know so i and i try to feed off the energy for every part mm-hmm. you know you could you could talk about the outdoor art installations and i would get very passionate and excited yes. about that or you could talk about educational day which is the curriculum held by the artist the friday before and i'll again be really passionate about that or the giant local artist alley that mm-hmm. you get to yourself to new artists or the vendors hall where you can get all the you know collectibles and comics and mm-hmm. stuff that you get for or the panels where you get to you know see what everybody's up to and catch up on their process or mm-hmm. of course the thing that everybody is going to be excited for is the headliner artists the you know the national level superstars yes. like frank and Amy Meberson and Jeff Fisherwood and David Nakayama mm-hmm. and Agnes Karpalska. So we're we're just so excited for all of it. It's like difficult not to be. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> all right. Um I know you I know, you know, you've been doing the convention for six years. Do you like have a favorite moment or moments of the convention? You know you know, any part of the convention. Yeah. I mean, every year there's always just this magic moment and it's kind of surreal. And you're just like, wow, is this really happening? Like every year has got something like that. Like Mm -hmm. uh, one year we were catching breakfast before the show Mm -hmm. with uh, Mark Texiera and Stan Sakai and his wife, Julie. And Mark just starts pencil sketching Julie Sakai right there. And it's incredible. And, and uh, you know, or there's hanging out with the cartoonist kayfabe guys. And I got to, you know, actually be on a couple episodes of a podcast that I really had been following before they even came out to the show. And that was very surreal. I got to set up an interview with uh, Reed Kiko Johnson on the channel. So mm-hmm. if you guys can check out his interview. We got to host uh, Reed Kiko Johnson at the show, which was awesome. Night Fisher, 
no one else, just an incredible uh, artist had worked on the New Yorker as well. Um, there's just so many things that happen over the course of the convention mm -hmm. with the ingredients that are happening that there's so many moments and everybody's going to have their own one. So it's, you know, I don't want to <laughs> impose mine on everybody, but those are some, some of the ones that pop into mind first. That's nice. Last question. Any closing words to our listeners? Yeah, I just want to say thank you for listening and uh, thank you for supporting, you know, local comics in Hawaii and, and, and just thank you for all, all the support and all the great podcasts uh, since then. We, you know, we love what you guys do. So it's always appreciated. So Alika, mahalo, you know, just mahalo for your time. Thank you. Know, just thank you very much. Thank you. And thank, thank you for giving me. Yeah, you, you as well. No, but thank you for giving me another opportunity to interview you. You know, thank you very much, man. Yeah, just thank you. Um, I wish you guys all the success for this year's Maui Comic Con. Um, I keep saying we'll get you out here. Okay. <laughs> yes, one year I'm gonna come out there. <laughs> one year. <laughs> so um now for listeners now, if you are vacationing in Maui or if you know a friend who will be vacationing in Maui during December 10th and December 11th, you know, please check out Maui Comic Con. That will be um, held at the War Memorial Gymnasium. Um, so, yeah, so, you know, yeah. So, like I said, if you guys get a chance, please stop by or, you know, um, and also, you know, um, yeah, just check out the website, you know, as well to see who was coming and so forth or dates and stuff like that. Um, also, too, I want to thank Drew, the co-host of Comics for Fun and Profit, for putting this episode together. Drew, thank you very much for all your hard work behind the scenes. And if you are a new listener, please check out new episodes of Comics for Fun and Profit that comes out every Saturday. And I want to thank you, the listener. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you for listening to this episode. Until next time, guys. Aloha. Hey, thank you so much, Jason. <laughs>